Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today you can live out your master chef dreams when you find a professional on angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well inside to outside repairs to renovations get started on the angie app or visit angie.com today You can do this when you Angie that. Trigger warning for discussions of child abuse. Someplace underneath. Say hello to your friends, Babysitter's Club. Say hello to the people who care. <laughs> Say hello. Hello. Hi, Amber. I was reading um, Babysitter's Club books last night like a normal adult woman would do. Well, it's a way of like looking into a world where everything's peaceful and like, you know, they learn important life lessons and like no one's scared or hungry. Yeah. I wonder if it is somehow connected how we've been talking about Full House and, and the fake calmness of, you know, family vlogging channels. Yes, of life. I was today on this, um, on Twitter, you know how I do. I feel like the internet has no time, no backwards or forwards. It's just like a rat king scurrying nowhere. Oh, yeah. But um, I was on this girl's thing and she was like, I just want a man. I just want a husband. I want to be a submissive wife. And I'm like, if that's what you want, that's great. But mm-hmm. she's thinking it's going to be this hunky dude that's going to sweep down and take care of everything. But, you know... I is it? Is it? You might just control and ruin your life. We don't know. That's that is. I mean, that's the main issue with power imbalances. You can be a submissive person. That's, that's great. Totally cool. But if you give over all of your rights to another person, it doesn't always or I would say usually work out very well. No, sometimes it does. Sometimes, sometimes it does. I guess you have to just still like be with a dominant person who also is not like a tyrant of sorts. Yeah. And usually it helps if they grew up together. Like I've seen a lot of stories where like he was 17, she's 16. They've known each other since childhood. You know, a song or two about that. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it. So yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. That's nice. That's wonderful. But if you're just like any random man on the internet, I'm ready to bow down to you. <laughs> Unless it's a gets you off, I guess. I guess. Just make sure you have like your own bank account and like a, a go bag and stuff. You just got to yeah. do it. Just keep a private gun just for you. Private gun. This is my lady private gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. And 
this is my women's drawer, my secret little drawer. And he thinks it's sexy, but it's just a bunch of weapons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's my naughty time things. Fucking bazooka in there. Um, Welcome to Subway's Underneath. I'm Natalie Jean. I'm Amber Nelson. We are going to continue on the path of this. I don't want to call it a phenomenon because it's a real life story that's playing out in real time. There was updates last night on this as I was writing. It's so confusing. Yeah. So we've been talking about Michael Long and his decisions that he's made about exploiting, in my opinion, his child. I got to tell you, I haven't been doing the show. We haven't been doing the show that long. But of anything that I've researched so far... My notes look like somebody's having like a mental breakdown. It's just like, you know, like then he was over here. This person said this. Uh, He was here and then he was debt. He was in debt of $500,000 in this year in 2011. And then in 2012 and then 2020, (laughs) then back in 2011. It does really read like somebody like who is having an episode. Like those like that red string connecting pictures. Yes, I did. Yes. I look like uh, what's his name from Always Sunny. For yeah. sure. Well, I think that Michael Long is making it do this on purpose. He wants to confuse people. And that's a tactic. That's a tactic of these evil people. I do think that you're correct. We will hear some audio from him. I've listened to so many hours of audio of him and about him that I feel like I know him and I don't want to know him. Again, I'm coming from a place. I'm not going to try to tell you that I'm neutral in this entirely. I don't believe Michael. But. That's just how I feel. I'm not saying that that's true or false or right or wrong. And the judge, um, you know, also the the judge of the case believes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So it's not like you're just some lone crazy woman. It's like people in authority also have your side. Yeah. So the reason I do feel that way is because of the amount of evidence that we have on the other side of this very bombastic video that's seemingly intended to make you have a knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so we're going to just, let's go back into it. So I'm just going to go pick up where we left off on the timeline. My goal is to not convince you one way or the other at all. This isn't like game. It's not a fun little sport competition. I don't know. Oh, like debate? I hate debate. It's always done by these dudes. I want to flick them. You know what I mean? Flick them like a booger. Like, let's have a debate. I'm like, how about I beat you up outside of the Waffle House? Yeah, they probably need it. It might help. (laughs) It might help them. So, yeah, the goal is to break down the entirety of the situation to understand that it's not maybe the best idea to always accept things at face value. That even though of this very distressing video might hit you in the, the heart feels, taking a step back is also important because people have hidden agendas. They just do. That's human nature. And sometimes if something feels off, you have to take some time before falling off the cliff of believing. Yeah. Because if this is all a hit job on the mom, not only are we now looking for this missing child, but this entire family's life has been absolutely destroyed. And their name's pretty much ruined because no matter what, if you Google them, this is going to show up, these yeah. these accusations. It's sad no matter what. Like, it is. No matter what the outcome is. It's yeah. It's really bad for this little girl. Yeah. No, it's definitely... The kids have been the like almost like a last thought in all of this. And I'll get to that too. But from what I've heard of the phone recordings between Kelly and Michael, which we'll get to, Kelly was already dealing with a pretty... Um, 
I don't want to say unstable. I, somebody who didn't, you didn't know which Michael you were going to get a lot of the time. Oh, I hate that. In my opinion. I hate that. Just tell me who you are. Even if you're a piece of shit, at least I know how to talk to you. And not like you're nice sometimes, you're shitty sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to stay in the realm of facts and, and trying to withhold my opinion. I'm so emotional. I I'm know. I'm just like, oh, fuck him. And you're like, well, let's look at the facts. <sighs> it's hard. It's hard because I there's a lot of things I'd like to say about Michael. Yeah. And it's me. You know, I'll take the emotion. I'll be the emotional woman. <laughs> no, and Natalie's no, no. The, the, the smart one. No, 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 no. That's definitely not true. I am a very irrational person. So let's just get it back into in the timeline that we were talking about. So this video was released in August. This the video in question that we've all been talking about uh, of 2020. So as Michael was allegedly at this time about to lose custody of his kids completely. This, in fact, has been an ongoing battle since 2017 when he and Kelly were divorced, which Kelly claims was due to Michael's abuse. There is a recording from this time period that Kelly recorded likely for the court hearings that they were going through, but has since been leaked all over the Internet. So I just want you to hear this. I really don't understand like where- I know everything you've done. I've been watching you the whole time. What exactly have I done and what do you need I to talk to the Mexico, kids about? I know Ernest, I know it all, and you know I know it all, and I've always known it all, and you've got about it. But guess what? I don't care anymore. So you're gonna go to court with me, and it's gonna be a freaking journey. So if you wanna play, I would be careful who you're playing with now. I'm done with my classes. I graduated. I don't understand I don't what your classes have to do with... Are you kidding me? I went through mastery classes in every tradition in this world. I know magic you don't even understand. You could if you wanted to, but you so, kicked me out of the door. So you're going to use magic against me? <laughs> I'd use anything I have to protect my children and to spend time with them. And since you're alienating me, it's going to look really terrible on you in court, especially since you're acting like a whore in your current relationship. So give me the kids now. Just for the record, you, you we tried to FaceTime you twice last week and you weren't available. Just for the record, you play games and you have for a long time. And Michael, I, I asked you to FaceTime them at 8 o'clock both Kelly, evenings and both you evenings you weren't available. Okay, Shush. are you going to talk to Sophie yes. in a nice way? Yes, I am. Yes, of course I am. Because she's my daughter and I love her. You, however, betrayed me. So give me my daughter. Now. Michael, you know we've been divorced for two years, right? You know, Kelly, I still carry all those little sticks that you put in me. And I'm gonna pull hey, them Sophie, off can you come here? Like. So just, that's fine. Go to your lawyer. I'll call your lawyer myself and all the witnesses, and I'll get them all ready. Because I wasn't bullshit. I didn't know all that shit. People did call me, and I was trying to be nice to you. I've tried to be nice to you the whole time we've been together, and you were really terrible to me. Hold on one second. And you've been really terrible to a lot of people, so it's not going to pay well. Hold on one second, please. So Ooh, this sounds like somebody I want to get away from immediately, but she has children with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Can you imagine have children with a, like a psychopath? Yeah. Who knows exactly what's going on in that, that little brain of his, but... Um, I know magic. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that was, I, be I believe, I hope that I'm not incorrect, but I believe that was in 2017. It was previous to this whole situation that's online now. So because they've been dealing with this since they got divorced. So in that few moments that we hear, he tells her that he's going to, quote unquote, take her on a journey, that he's going to use magic against her. And he calls her a whore. Um, when wow. she says, you know, we've been divorced for two years, my personal interpretation of that is that he is still being extremely possessive over her 
and following her romantic life because he names these guys in that call. I know about blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And that's when she says, you know, I've been divorced for two years, but he's... And he's dating. Well, at that point, I don't know if he... I guess he would have maybe at that point. But it's interesting because it does seem like he's being possessive over a woman he's not married to. Yeah. Ooh, I want to shake him off. Like, he reminds me of all these people I met in my early 20s in, like, a punk bar that I was like, they seem cool, and then they're just like... And I'm just like, I gotta go. Yeah, his, he always has those fun little outfits on in the in the videos and the live streams. And he's, you know, bandanas, six, he's wearing six bandanas at a time somehow. Ugh. Cowboy hat, like you said. Gross. I just feel like so many women in my family would like throw themselves at him or like force people, like, Amber, you should get together with Michael. <laughs> no, no. You Amber, be with Michael, Amber. No, Amber, don't do it. I would, I would just be like, something feels wrong. I know. I think you would, you would totally pick up on it immediately. Yeah, but they just see this handsome man and his pinky rings and his like plant piddle on his guitar and his like cowboy hat. They're not a fire. Yeah, they don't see him calling me a whore no wife a whore and then you don't they don't see he's living in a camper with uh, four children again i'm not going to pretend i'm neutral on this i don't believe michael i think this was a crafted attempt at slander but i am not providing here these things to convince you of it the reason i'm doing that is because this can apply to a lot of situations in our lives where we see the headline which is now what we do in in life we see the twitter headline and then we go well i got it figured it out and it's like clickbait. Without reading the article. It's intentionally misleading. So then you want to click on it. But instead, most people just see the the misleading headline. And that's the whole truth now. So we can all apply these, you know, these things we have to sometimes. So we look at here. Okay. By September, Michael has accumulated what he deemed Sophie's army online. And it was vicious. There was the September court hearing over Zoom, which we mentioned last week, and it was already full-blown anarchy over on the internet. Yeah, Uh, people think they're dealing with like a child that's being abused. They're going to go at it with all of their weapons. And boy, do they ever. So this is, if you recall, that judge actually recused herself during this due to the volume of death threats she was receiving for what she would have, I'm sure, assumed was going to be a very standard private custody hearing. And she's just like, what? Um, Can you imagine threatening a judge? (laughs) I mean, it's not a very smart idea to do. No. Hey, person in a position of power, I'm going to come after you. The person who has a little kinking and can just like put me in jail. Yeah. Uh, No, thank you. Due to this, Mr. Jake was court ordered away due to the, you know, this video and this all this stuff floating around. Mr. Jake was court ordered away from the kids while they did an investigation trying to figure out what was going on. Mm -hmm. So like we mentioned, Kelly and her children, including Sophie, were forced to go into hiding with police guards because of this. This is not dramatics on the mom's part. This isn't her playing the victim. Uh, I'd like you to hear this. Children, that is what we're going to do. 
Yeah, so that is what you just heard is a vigilante cry for armed men to provide a shield around Sophie, preventing her from getting to her mom when Michael was given visitation rights. This woman was in direct contact with Michael and his then wife, Courtney. Whoa, so this isn't the court of law. Like, this isn't court appointed. This is just some unhinged person. Yeah. Oh. So she and her friends, I know they believe they're doing, you know, the Lord's work or doing the, this, the right thing. Yeah, I mean, but I'm all about, like, save the kids. But I'm not, like, this is unhinged. But this is sort of the, the fury that, you know, swirls around the QAnon movement things where you you have this knee-jerk reaction and then suddenly you're asking for men with guns to show up at somebody's house when you don't have any of the information. You're just taking things at face value. So, she, you know, we've got these she, this woman online, this was a live stream, asking for strangers to show up with guns. This is why the cops had to come protect the family. So... While I don't obviously condone this sort of behavior under any circumstance, it's important to note that they weren't only reacting to that video, but were being egged on personally by Michael and his wife, Courtney. Courtney, since then, by the way, has left Michael and has turned on him. But we will get to that later. Yeah. And Michael's some, and I know we'll get to it later, but he's now dating somebody in their fucking Facebook group. Yeah. She's also missing with them. She's on the run with them. Great. Yeah. Great. Like, I'm crazy, but I'm not like, th- I'm not that kind of crazy. <laughs> I'm not that kind of crazy. I'm not that kind of crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> there are also TikToks, I- Instagram Lives, etc., directly talking to Kelly, telling her to be afraid, releasing her personal information, telling her they're going to come for her, uh, releasing, you know, doxing Jake, YouTubers who have globbed onto Michael are allowing him to freely spread slanderous information that is unverifiable and treated as fact on their YouTube channels. So he's using the internet as a power force. Absolutely. I mean, no doubt. There's no doubt. I should get him to be my PR manager. I mean, my numbers are kind (laughs) of low on my Instagram videos. (laughs) I mean, you might get a really big boost, but you're going to have a little bit of a backlash. I think whatever he's going to (laughs) say. It's going to make people real interested and then real mad. Oh, yeah. All of these things not only put Kelly and her boyfriend, who has not been tried yet in danger, but also the kids who he claims to be so concerned for because the kids are still, you know, meshed in this. So he's putting them in danger as well by acting this way. Yeah, because they're all about save the kids, save the kids. But when you put their faces on the screen and show where they live And 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 tell random people to show up where they are with guns, that doesn't mean the kids aren't going to get hurt. Yeah, this is like kind of the opposite of save the kids. It, this yes. is like fuck the kids. It kind of, kind of. Uh, I will also mention here that, um, by the way, he has not attempted to obtain his sons at any time. His sole focus has been on Sophie. He has also publicly stated, which we'll get to, that he thinks his two very young sons, not the one he has a restraining order against, the other ones, have been acting out sexually and need to be taken away from Sophie as well. Oh, so he's turning the suns against everybody. Yeah. In October of 2020, Michael and Kelly have to meet in person for court mediation. Michael discusses this on a live stream with one of the YouTubers who's given him a platform about how Kelly had to show up to it with bodyguards. And he laughs about it. He turns it around to make her look guilty, saying that she was only doing that because she was trying to paint him as a dangerous man. However, this is after... 
an armed militia has been following her. Did the judge know that? Uh, Did the judge get to know that? I don't know if the judge knew that at that point, but stuff will come out to the court over time. Yeah. I think in this instant, Michael's caused such a chaos that I don't know if the courts are really even aware of everything that's going on at this point. But anyway... Because they're getting threatened too. Everybody's getting threatened that's around him. He's just, yeah. he's like a, a wasp, just causing chaos. Yeah. It's a little bit of a, um, like that Victoria's Secret viral video that just went out where you just cause everyone to feel your distress and then try to turn it into something about yourself. You've seen that one, right? No. That, oh, Victoria's Secret Karen, you got to watch that video. Um, oh, is she just like freaking out on the floor and screaming? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, there's a lot going on with that one. Nobody else can just go about their day if you're screaming on the floor. Just make everybody else have a problem. Yeah. So they had to go for mediation in October 2020. The court is not the same. They're not kind of just leaning into whatever Michael's saying like the internet is. They're looking at the entirety of the situation, including the past of what Michael's already been doing, etc. So this is the Kelly's legal statement from 2020. Today, both parties agreed to a negotiated settlement out of court with no judge or trial hearing involvement. The mediation did not involve any testimony or evidence from either party. As agreed upon, the process begins by helping Kelly and her children heal and rebuild the relationship that had been devastated by false allegations public exploitation, and parental alienation. Kelly will immediately receive multiple unsupervised extended visitations with those are the sons, and I'm sorry, I won't use their names again. Kelly will begin a reunification process with Sophie that will focus on healing the relationship that has been damaged through parental alienation, public exploitation, and lies. The agreement will continue to evolve and transition as the parties approach the final case hearing in the near future. All children will begin counseling to help them navigate this extremely difficult time. Kelly will receive frequent, ongoing communication with her children while they are with Michael. Ooh. So as you can hear, the court does not think the kids are in any sort of immediate danger with Kelly. No. But they are still processing and trying to unravel this huge knot of truths, maybe lies, uh, that have been floating around. So this is still going to be sort of a temporary thing. But yeah. in October, they didn't find anything to convince them that Kelly needed to be removed from her children. Yeah. And this is a court. And if the court of law is having a hard time with this case and like unraveling everything, then of course the average person is. Yeah. And the fact that all these voices have been thrown into it is making it much worse for, for them to deal with it. Yeah. And not that courts and police and stuff don't get child cases wrong all the time. Yeah. But this is to say that at this moment, this is how they're feeling about it. So by November, Michael has made this into a full-blown circus. So much that by the middle of the month, he convinces the two lawyers that he's hired through the massive amount of money he's made on the GoFundMe. He's hired these two lawyers and he convinces them to go on a YouTube gossip channel with him, what? which still blows my mind. You can still find clips of it. A lot of these videos involving Michael have since been ripped from the internet by the, the gossip bloggers because they realized that... They were um, wrong the whole time. It was bad that they did it. Yeah, why <laughs> um, did a lawyer go on a gossip thing? I don't know. Uh, they they went on. It was so bizarre. I don't understand what their reasoning was. They, I mean, they were making lots of money from Michael. I don't know if this was literally just because they thought it would make them more money. 
One of these gossip vloggers later reveals that in November, right before this live with Michael, his then wife, Courtney, his two lawyers and another blogger, uh, Michael asked if she would help him feed false information to people about someone who was critical of him on YouTube to help set them up. Oh, my God. Like, hey, why don't you lie and like make this person look like a bastard for me, for me? Yeah. And if he gives her good dick, then she'd be like, okay. Well, the reason that she, he was asking this vlogger to do this for him was because this vlogger was like full support of him, believed everything that happened. And Michael was trying to convince this vlogger this will help the case if you help me lie. Mm. This man has been caught lying quite a bit. Ugh, so skeezy. So while this vlogger declined that invitation. Oh, good for them. To break the law. They didn't mention this until February of next year when Michael was caught cheating on his wife with the Facebook commentator, which we'll talk about. So this vlogger, these people who kind of took up his cause in the fall, kind of already knew things were a mess, but they didn't say anything until that February. Because he's probably like a snake, like he's really good at talking to you, but then you like listen to him and you're like, wait a minute, something's off with this guy. Yeah, I'm a little critical of that just because they caused so much damage on their channel. It seems a little bit like... It was like an ego thing instead of going, oh, we may have really messed something up and we need to backtrack and we need to take accountability for it. They kind of just went like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this case anymore and just sort of like, bleep, went away. Went away. It's one thing to say I was wrong and it's another thing to say I was wrong and I gave them money. Because he had a big GoFundMe going. Like, imagine trying to persuade somebody that donated a lot of money to that. And you're like, actually... He was the right. bad guy, and I'm sorry you gave him 50 bucks. And that I 50 mean, people bucks were giving him. There were people on fixed incomes who were giving him, you know, their money, their Social Security money and shit. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I don't love that, that they didn't apologize or anything um, and didn't look any deeper into the damage they may have been inflicting upon a potentially innocent family. But anyway, back into November, the bizarre events happen where Michael's attorneys agreed to talk publicly on live stream with two random unqualified vloggers. I am still unclear as to why they chose to do that, but they will be out of the picture shortly. Mm. At this point, rumors are flying around left and right. I'm not going to go too deep into them, but there are furious people defending both parties, which involves doxing each other, making up stories, making fake pages for people, endless trolling, endless screaming. Throughout, Michael is holding court with his followers. He's just the king of these people. Beyond the $212,000 in the GoFundMe, he's made an undisclosed amount through Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. He's had an Etsy shop set up where they were selling Sophie's Army merch. What? This is just mental. Um, It's beyond beyond the pale. He also continues to force Sophie to engage with the internet. Constant photos, constant videos, updates. This is, by the way, when he has temporary custody when they were trying to figure this all out. I mean, if your daughter was, if she was getting assaulted mm-hmm. by her brothers, and why? This, and this, her mom's boyfriend. And her mom's boyfriend. Why would you put pictures of her all over the internet and have her talk with random strangers for money? Yeah. He begins to allow people to FaceTime with Sophie for money. Strangers. Strangers. 
He also allows his Facebook moderators to speak with Sophie in person, some of whom got to speak with her privately without him even there. What? Let me tell you. (laughs) The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted. Where I felt adventures pulse with every step. And where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today his most ardent followers are at this point mostly QAnon-esque people or QAnon adjacent to say the least in other words people who are not living in a complete state of reality Mm -mm. and they're the ones who were interacting with Sophie the most Um, so just more maniacs interacting with her her life must be so chaotic yeah so this again the reason that I'm even well beyond the fact that she's missing now the reason that I, I want to talk about this is because this is also, in a sense, trafficking. You are trafficking your daughter for money. You're you're selling her to people to spend time with her. That shouldn't be legal, but I don't know that there are any laws in place because this is such a weird new phenomenon culturally. Yeah. I but mean, YouTube was, what, eight years ago when it was invented? Ten years? A little over ten, but like, well, closer to fifteen, but... Yeah, I mean, we're still in the throes of, I mean, the monetization is still kind of a thing that's been growing. And yeah, I mean, this is also, again, this is abuse of a child. Yeah. And I don't understand how people can separate the two of those, wanting to protect her, but also exploiting her at the same time. Yeah, you're just blasting her picture out and being like, yeah, you go talk to this random person on Facebook. Yeah. Despite all this, by November, December time, He's telling people on these YouTube channels and on his Facebook groups that he's run out of money. Despite people asking for it, Michael is unable or unwilling to provide accounting of where all the money went. Their attorney's fees were definitely substantial, of course, but one of them was working pro bono at least part of the time. This is also the time frame that he announces that his two sons with Kelly have been acting out sexually and he's he needs them to be away from his daughter. So... He's made unquestionably at least beyond the GoFundMe another hundred thousand. Where's this money going? How many is it just guns, you think? Because he's a big like Well, there's speculations. I don't even know if we should say them because I don't have confirmation, but there have been a few things suggested by people around him that he has been doing with the money. And also they, they you know, there's the idea that he was saving some to run away. Yeah. I mean you could run away with like twenty bucks. You know what I mean? Sure. I ran away <laughs> with some Applebee's money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Haven't you? I mean, uh, yeah, you can run away with nearly nothing, but yeah. I guess if somebody's going to, strangers are going to give you a bunch of cash, I guess you're just going to pocket Take it. it. Why not? I mean, you could just walk out your door into the streets and start a new life. You can. Yeah. 
Sure. It's harder if you have a kid because then they, people start asking questions about the kid. <laughs> How are you feeding your kid? Who is she? Is she going to school? Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> so this, okay, what I'm about to say is important because though I can't provide the audio because these videos of Michael have all been ripped from the internet since this happened. Somebody I know has this audio, but Michael has also accused Kelly's over, this is over periods of time, has also accused Kelly's dad Kelly's former fiance, Kelly's former fiance's uncle, the Mr. Jake accusations, the four strangers who were allegedly in the hotel with Sophie and her mom that we talked about last week when they had to flee from their home due to the death threats. And now his two elementary aged school aged sons of acting out sexually to varying degrees towards his daughter. So this is a pattern. He's accusing all these people. Yeah. Ooh. Mind you, as he maintains temporary custody of his three kids, plus the toddler he has with his wife, who his soon-to-be ex-wife, I should say, Courtney, plus he and Courtney, there's six people living in a one-room trailer. I don't even know if that's technically legal, but at the very least, it's morally questionable to have a 10-year-old girl with no privacy. Yeah. We find out a little later that also during this time period, things are not well in paradise. Courtney, Michael's wife, for reasons she hasn't fully disclosed, but it seems like what she, from what she said, it was due to the safety concerns for his, her son with, that she has with Michael. She decides in December of 2020 that she needs to take her son from the camper and spend some time away from Michael and the whole experience. She goes to stay with her mother for a month. Courtney has said that it was partly because the online stuff was becoming overwhelming and Mike was spending many hours a day talking and messaging with these strangers instead Ugh. of spending time with his family. Can you imagine? She's just like, hey, honey, dinner's ready. And he's like, not now, woman. And he's just click, 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 click yeah. on the internet. That would yeah. drive me crazy. I had an ex like that. Yeah. I would just be like, dinner's ready. Like, can I talk to you for a sec? Click, 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 click. No, no, not now. Not now, I'm working. Click, 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 click. Except in this case, I think it was more like, chatting with you know women Strangers. on FaceTime oh my god chatting um, with women yeah yeah so, so then we have the holidays it's Christmas 2020 everyone's pissed because it's quarantine nobody's smiling anywhere nobody's enjoying anything there starts to be rumors flying that Courtney has left Michael online like, again that Courtney has left Michael a few days after Christmas mm. on January 26th there is a shit show online as Michael goes on a live stream with a woman. So this is January. We pass all the holidays. Okay. January goes through. Then on January 26th, there's a shit show online as Michael goes on a live stream with a woman named Alyssa. He is confronted by people. Who is this woman? Where's Courtney? Where's your wife? This video has been scrubbed from the internet, though I know somebody has it. There is a bunch of more dumb shit with infighting, but the main point here is that it is revealed that in, in the several weeks that Courtney has left to gain some distance from this circus, Michael has essentially moved in another woman, this Alyssa person, who was originally a troll of his, who is now apparently his girlfriend. His ride or die. He might be crazy and I'm mad, but together we're in this world together. Is are they, I bet they have like matching Joker <laughs> and um, who's that girl with the pink tails? Uh, like loves the Joker. Good Lord. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Oh my God. You know they have matching tattoos. I'm just speculating. Again. I, you know, it 
vibes. Vibes. It checks out with the idea of it. Or he has a shirt that says, if you read this, the bitch fell off. And she's like, I'm the bitch that fell off. You know what I mean? They're that couple. I'm the bitch that fell off. <laughs> um, now, this is January. His wife, who has been with him at his side during this initially, has now left for a minute. He has brought this new woman in who was from the Facebook groups. The fact that he can't hold down a wife, like that already just says something. He's gone through how many girlfriends and wives now? They keep moving him in the trailer and they keep fleeing? That She fled during a pandemic. She did flee. That means something. Yeah. So, okay, stay with me. This is convoluted. This is very confusing. The internet finds out Courtney had come back to the trailer because she couldn't ha- get a hold of Michael and he hadn't seen or spoken to his son with her for a month. So she walks into this, her where she lives, her home. And he hasn't seen his own son for a month. And sp- or spoken to him. Keep that in mind. And she walks in and there's this woman in her pajamas with her toiletries in the bathroom. We know this because Courtney recorded it on audio. We've heard some of the audio. On the 26th of January, one of the YouTubers who was in the Michael and Alyssa live stream flips out because these people were very supportive of Courtney and Michael. And she, they really, the people online seem to kind of agree that Courtney was like a stabilizing factor in these children's lives. Yeah. So this YouTuber goes live on another YouTuber's channel who was also a Michael supporter, and they both start unfolding the events that happened. Oh, my God. It's such a shit show. Yeah. So Michael then texts them while they are doing this live, freaking out about what Michael's done. Michael texts them during it saying he wants to come on also to explain himself. Then Michael gets on this live. It does not go well. It makes him look and sound very bad. One of his former moderators gets onto this live and starts accusing him of things. Mm. Then Courtney's sister gets on the live and hear this. Hey, um, so first off, I want to start by saying, Michael, I'm absolutely disgusted by the lies I've been listening to you spew for the last wait, however long wait, 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 this, I'm, this I'm, live has been going on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish what I have to say. I'm going to finish what I have to say. You're lying oh, no, 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 no. to people I'm gonna, I'm gonna about what happened. You're lying. You're you Courtney's sister. Yes. Okay. Please go on. You're Let's lying see. to people about what happened to the group. You got called out in the moderator group chat for texting other women into the middle of the night, and then all of a sudden the group was archived, and people were being told that the account had been hacked, and that was a bold-faced lie. That's not the order happening, actually. Actually, that's that's exactly, Michael, that's exactly what happened. You need to quit the lies. Stop lying not, to people, Michael. Okay. It is. Enough. And, is and enough. let's this address the elephant happened. in the room. Who's Alyssa? Why is this woman in, in, in your, your home that you share with your wife and children? What was that woman doing there in her PJs on your couch looking comfy as fuck? What's going so on, Michael? Tell the truth. PJs. Quit lying. Wow. Okay, actually, this is super constructive. She was in her pajamas, but thank you. Uh, she was actually working yes, on... Yes, she was. Quit. Oh, my God. Lie after lie after lie. What are you lie. talking about? Okay, thanks, Ashley. Super constructive. Really appreciate this, Gil. It's great. Just like, more more just importantly, what, why, why, why were her toiletries all over your bedroom? The, the bedroom you share with your wife, this, who you're still married to, okay. with a Polaroid picture of Again, her in your vanity yeah. mirror with a sweet little love note. In there. Okay, cool. 
It's just it's lie after lie after lie. It's disgusting, Michael. It's disgusting. This this Thanks, should Jesse. this should be about the children. They are the victims here, oh and this is God. where the focus needs to be. You need to focus on your family. Hey, so your family needs you. Why are we talking about this? This is not what because this is, this is about. because you're this literally is what coming on here to say this. The same thing that your sister said to Annie in private. Cool, that's good. I just already discussed it all. I know I got to do it again. Why? Why are we repeating this? What? Because Wait, you were saying that that wasn't the case and that that wasn't true and it was just a spun narrative. With what? With what? what are we addressing again? Well, like, I, I guess, and Ashley, you can chime in. Of course, I don't want to speak for you or anything, but the archives of the group, you were saying that it got hacked and everything was shut down, but didn't you didn't archive the groups? No, I archived the groups and it was it was later that morning when Courtney went out there and said, hey, no, why don't you ask I Amanda because they were on a late one. night texting. That's No, that's absolutely a lie, Michael. Immediately. I'm not even kidding. Within 10 minutes of Courtney addressing that in the group chat, the fact that you're texting other women into all hours of the night, the group was archived. I can actually test on this. What one. are you talking hold about? On, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can do this Before one. This I... And I'm not happy with Michael right now, but I will say this is how it went. The groups were archived in the middle of the night while we were all sleeping. The what? next morning in the group chat, we asked, why are all the groups archiving? That's when Courtney replied and said, I don't know. I noticed Michael was talking to so-and-so, and maybe she knows why. So that's how it went down. Michael did archive the groups before... Courtney did do the text. I'm in the group chat. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. But, I was mistaken. Yeah, no, immediately after that is when he removed her from the group chat. That's when, yes. At, as soon as she posted the screenshots of his text messages, he took her out of the group chat. That is true. Oh, oh he's out. He didn't like what I had to say. <laughs> I hate I him so much. So, he's just causing misery to everybody. Yeah, Um. so Michael hangs up there and in my opinion, it's because he feels cornered. Yeah. As you can hear, Michael is a circular talker. He deflects and he answers questions with questions. Yeah. All the time. Anything you hear him talking about that might sound accusatory, he will never respond to it. Not a straight answer. What do you mean by that? Yeah, he's like NASA, never a straight answer. Oh um, my God, I hate it when people do that. Tell me yes or no. He like would, there was somebody that was cheating and I was just like, is this who you were spending time with? And they were like, maybe, I don't know. And I was like, fucking tell me yes or no. This is like years ago, it was yeah. like five years ago. I was like, were you with this person? Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's how it went down. Yes or no? Ew, Were gross. you with this person, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm going to punch you in the dick. Yeah. Um, so he will do also this thing where he, will, as much as he can of not technically lying. You know that thing of when your boss asks you if you can work extra hours on Monday and you say that probably not because you've felt sick, but you don't say when you felt sick. So technically you're not lying because you have felt sick before in the past. It's too sneaky, man. It's I like can't. that. He does that a lot. Yeah. So at this point, the two attorneys he had have bailed. I'm not exactly sure when this was. The last that I can confirm that they were still as attorneys was November because they did that live with him. I think it was a little beyond that, but they left. Those two recused themselves. Michael says it was mutual, but that's not really, I don't think what happened. It's further revealed that Michael has had two separate women staying in the trailer with his children present in that month that Courtney's been gone. Oh my God. What if those kids are being abused by these, like, well, I don't know. one of the women he had met who was there 
she herself had lost custody of her children. Oh, and for a woman to lose custody of kids? Because the court usually sides in favor of the ladies, which I think is unfair. I think you should right. look at the case Right. And, my, and that's the thing, too. Michael got these father's rights groups involved. And it sucks because a lot of them probably are dealing with an unfair yeah. court system. But, you know, because he was a father dealing with these issues, they kind of just like took him in and didn't really look past the headline of it. So, yeah. So this there was that woman. Then the other woman is the former troll, Alyssa, now current girlfriend, who is with them currently wherever they are. Wow. Um, it's alleged that she had some other, also some court stuff, but I couldn't find any documents to confirm that. So I don't want to go into what I've read about her. Well, hell hath no fury. While some of what a cheated upon ex could be considered potentially emotionally charged and slanderous, Courtney apparently had the receipts for a lot of the claims she started making. Ooh. Courtney, I don't know if this came from Courtney exactly or how it was leaked, but there is audio of Michael talking to the court's amicus lawyer immediately following his appearance on that YouTube channel. By the way, what is an amicus lawyer? Yeah. Textbook definition. An amicus curiae, literally friend of the court, plural, amici curiae. <laughs> I have no idea. Is someone who is not a party to a case who assists a court by offering information, expertise, or insight that has been bearing on the issues in the case. So in dumb woman's terms, yes, <laughs> it's a court-appointed neutral lawyer put into place in the best interest of a party who's incapable of defending themselves. In this instance, a child, though it can happen for adults too, but basically... It's like if there's some weird contention going on and there's somebody who's quote unquote incapacitated or unable to represent themselves like the kid, the court will put in this person to mediate who's not on the side of Kelly or on the side of Michael. Just a rando. So it's like a person who's here to like look in the best interest of this person because I guess the people on the other sides aren't. Yeah. That's not really, I don't think why that was person was called in but um that's so i think it's because of Mason. basically i think that person came in because of the accusations that were being thrown around and they were just like whoa 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 okay let's figure this out here oh yeah it's like the person that breaks up the fight in the schoolyard yeah basically like, whoa 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 tell us you know yeah so from what i can gather this person was put into place because there were so many confusing accusations being thrown around and because i think people were unclear if michael was stable a person is put in the middle here to try to sort out to see if there's any validity to these claims, these really, really over-the-top claims. Um, I don't know if it's legal to be out so because I don't know if it was stolen, so I'm not going to play any of it, but there is audio of him having this conversation with the amicus lawyer, and she is pissed Ooh. because he won't stop talking on Facebook. He won't pull off the groups and won't stop providing private information because that's his power it's also how he's making money yeah so he's not gonna like take this down that's where he gets all his stuff yeah this call only makes michael look bad it's like 24 minute call she repeatedly tells him he needs to stop talking to people on social media and he repeatedly circle talks and nothing is accomplished in the 24 minutes that fucking circle talking just give me a yes or no answer yeah nothing makes me pissed more than that yeah, and she's mad. She yeah. can hear she's she's because she's not looking out for his best interests. She's looking out for the best interests of the kid. Yeah, but she's trying to give him like a little bit of advice, and he just doesn't want to hear it. She's like, "Okay, cool, 
I oh do whatever God. you do whatever you want. I don't know. That's what you think. Whatever. Okay. All right. I don't know. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> yeah. So after Courtney is gone, more and more becomes revealed. The daughter hasn't been attending school. Michael hasn't been providing therapy to the daughter as the court has ordered. He's not making her bathe or change her clothes. He's not giving her a bedtime despite Courtney's protests. In fact, Courtney discovers, maybe she always knew all along, but she says she just discovered. She writes in a DM on Facebook. It's been really stressful over here. The text messages showed she was often up all night and that they had conversations in the middle of the night while everyone else was sleeping. I don't feel qualified to analyze them, so I turned them over to her counselor initially, but eventually the ad litem too. I found them on 27th of December. So ad litem is another intermediary figure. Basically, the ad litem in this circumstance means that the girl has a separate caregiver because they can't sort out who's right and wrong in this moment. So this person's helping facilitate. And so Courtney's saying she found that Michael and his daughter had been texting each other. He had removed the parental controls from the phone so that Courtney wouldn't be able to see them texting and had been texting with the daughter at all hours of the night. Oh, so Um, she don't get a bedtime. And also they were having conversations that Courtney was not aware of that she found alarming. She didn't divulge it, but she turned it into the court. Also, she found out through these texts that at least at one time, maybe more, he had taken her out of the house at two in the morning, went somewhere and then came back and she doesn't know where they went. Oh my God. And these, again, this is from Courtney. This hasn't been verified that this was presented in court, but she said it was, and we'll get to what the court has decided now. How they could not know what was going on with each of them was beyond me because they all live in one room, but I believe that Sophie sometimes stayed in Michael's parents' house, which is where his trailers parked on their property. So I know that the grandparents were involved in the kids' lives, so probably at least that if they could go into the grandparents' house, they had a privacy Probably, I think that's probably where they showered and stuff too. I don't know. There are more accusations from Courtney that aren't necessarily relevant to this. I mean, a lot of accusations that are really, really bad and very delusional on Michael's part if they're true. I mean, he said, I've been practicing magic. What? Yeah. I mean, they, before all of the GoFundMe stuff, they were earning money by selling energy charged sand on the internet. Energy charge sand. I mean, again, it has nothing to do, quote unquote, do with the case, but it right. has a lot of character development. It, it, right. He hadn't had an, a, like a f- real employment in many years before. Because mm. he was an artist, man. You know, he was an independent thinker. Uh, he visionary. Like me. <laughs> so, yeah. So Courtney's accusations, I'm not going to go into them, but I wish I could because they are crazy, crazy. But suffice to say, she feels that he, he she's now come around to feel that he is a compulsive liar and dangerous. That's how his wife, soon-to-be ex-wife, feels about him yeah. publicly. Okay, so this is all happening around January, February. Things seem to quiet down for a few months, and now we're into 2021. We're coming up onto real time, just like in Spaceballs. We're going to be like staring yeah. at ourselves on the tape. Oh, my God. Things to be, seem to uh, – I'm sure shit is still going on down on the lowdown, but 
I, I do wonder if the court didn't get involved and put an official gag order on Michael at this point because you're hearing way less from him. I'm sure that info's out there somewhere. I do know that just this week, five judges signed an order that no matter what the results are of all of this mess, Michael is barred from making any more slanderous allegations against Kelly online ever again. That just happened. That's great. I mean, it's crazy he was able to do that to begin with. Yeah. Also, what an idiot. Like, that doesn't look good for your case, man. Nothing he's done looks good for his case. But because they're the birth parents, it seems like they're really delicate about how they handle this because they're trying to look out for the children, even if the parents aren't always. So, yeah, after February, things got a little more quiet. Michael would bop around to people's channels, but I don't really feel like we need to get into any of that. He was saying weird shit, but, you know, that's just another day. There was some discussion in May that courts ruled that Michael was charged with extreme parental alienation. Because they can't find official documents to verify that, I don't want to say that's true, but we'll get back to parental alienation in a minute. Then July happens. The week of July 7th, people start spreading the news that Sophie has gone missing. It's, of course, just a slew of chaos because people are like, what? What? I thought she was safe. I thought she was... People had come in and out of the story. They're like, oh, it was resolved. She went back to him in November. Everything was fine, right? Blah, blah, blah. And so it's everybody's like, what do you mean she's missing? No, she's not. Yes, she is. It turns out after some psych evaluations on the parents, plus a lot of other investigations through the police and courts, this is what the amicus attorney has come out saying. The children did not attend school while in the care of Michael Long, except for a short period of time. There is a concern for the children's emotional help while in the care of their father. Michael Long is selling FaceTime interviews with his daughter. Michael Long has fraudulently amassed over $200,000 with a GoFundMe page and is selling items on Etsy in connection with his daughter's case. The oldest child was subjected to at least five different physicians for sexual abuse examinations while in the care of Michael Long over the summer. At least two of the three children have been coached by Michael Long and his wife. Oh, my God. So this is a, like a, a lawyer. This is someone that knows what's up. Yes. The amicus attorney indicated that she conducted her own interviews and reviewed extensive evidence and documents provided by medical professionals, CPS, and police. Woo. And there's still people on Facebook that are like, I hope they're both in Mexico. Yeah. Get away from these courts, you know, because it's all in the care of the, this is just what a dad had to do to get his right. daughter away. Because they only saw the video of this little girl screaming. Yeah. And I, I do think that with that train of logic, a lot of them are saying he's gone crazy because he's so desperate to protect his daughter that he'll do anything. He'll he'll break the law and it's admirable. But if you look further into the story, that doesn't really connect to reality with no. his actions. No. Yeah. And just to touch on the fact that you'd put a nine-year-old through those kind of invasive examinations repeatedly is in itself trauma. That's not something that a little girl needs to go through unless it's an emergency. And to have that happen repeatedly with different doctors is in itself abuse, in my opinion. Yeah. She's exposing herself. She's a nine-year-old. 
She, well, she's 10. She's 10 now, but she was nine when she was going through a lot of those examinations. And also FaceTiming strangers, selling that? Yeah. That's also abuse. Not going to school? Wake up, people. <laughs> yeah, sheeple. You know, you know you can take somebody's opinion seriously when they say sheeple. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, so the, so there is also an official findings of the court. I'm not going to read through all of them. But it does say that they finds the court finds that Michael Long is engaged in a knowing intentional pattern of behavior that has interfered with the relationship between the daughter and Kelly Long. The court finds that Michael Long has engaged in a pattern of behavior that has interfered with reunification counseling between the daughter and Kelly Long that was ordered by the court on or about October 2nd, 2020, which we talked about earlier, in which Michael Long agreed was in the best interest of the daughter. So again, he was not following court orders to get her therapy or to have counseling, reunification counseling that wow. they, the court said. And also not sending her off to school. Yeah. And I think that was easier to do in this time period because of COVID. It was probably easier to. But Courtney was saying she was trying to teach, you know, the daughter from home and she just wouldn't. And Michael said she didn't have to. I mean, I could see as a kid, you'd be like, cool, no school. Right. Oh, yeah. But as exactly as a child, as a nine year old, you can see why she would want daddy around and, and want her, him in her life because he doesn't give her any rules. Cookies for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. No bedtime. Yeah. Feel like you got enough to do already? I do. That's why I use ship same day delivery to keep up with my busy life. They know the snacks I like down to the extra creamy in my peanut butter. I can get deliveries at home, on set, or even when I'm away on vacay. And my personal shopper, Amber, she's got my back. As in, she asks them to check the back if it's not on the shelf. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at ship.com slash high. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. So the court finds that based on the evidence presented, allowing the child to remain in the care of Michael Long would constitute an immediate and substantial danger to the child's physical health and or emotional and psychological well-being. The court finds that it is in the best interest of the child that she be removed from the care of Michael Long for a period of at least 90 days. The court finds that it is in the best interest of the child that she be temporarily placed in the possession of the child's maternal aunt. And the court finds it in the best interest of all three of his children that he have no contact with them for the period of at least 90 days. It goes on and talks about how in order to restore any connection to his children, any visitation, he's required to go through a certain amount of counseling sessions. Yeah. And within that, I think that they would be deeming how safe it would be for the kids to be around him. Yeah. He's already like failed a psychological examination. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. I mean, I don't know if they call it pass fail, but it was enough that it caused a red flag. It's a red flag. And also, yeah, what is a psych exam? Would I fail a psych exam? I don't think they do that. I really think they actually don't consider it passing or failing, but they would, they could go, they go through and then 
a professional can say he this person's displaying signs of A, B, or C. Okay. And then the court would go, we got to look at that for a second. Okay, okay. So, yeah. And then there's a lot of public statements that have been made. But during this, this was the time period when all this was coming out that he was supposed to turn the daughter over to Kelly. And that didn't happen. Mm. And then that's when the missing bulletin started going out. He was supposed to relinquish any parental custody over the daughter. He doesn't see his other, his son. He only had the daughter at this point because also his youngest was Courtney's kid. So they're gone. The sons are with Kelly. He only had the daughter and was living with her in this Facebook woman. What a mess. What a mess. Yeah. So this as again they they have found this like they say in an official statement in 2016 2017 and now again in 2020 michael long has demonstrated a pattern of making false and outlandish allegations against kelly long this wasn't from the court this is from i think their attorneys as reviewing previous allegations against kelly long cps determined michael long's claims to be entirely disreputable and michael long himself mediated for reduced custody of the children so, yeah, from 16, 17, even the courts have known. There is evidence to show that this is a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. He's been doing this. It's not just like, whoa, what's this like normal dude suddenly behaving this way? Right. And it's this doesn't negate. It doesn't mean that this abuse couldn't have happened because you can have an unstable dad and also have this abuse happening. However, regardless of that, his actions are also abusive and damaging and yeah. he has been shown to be lying openly in public multiple times i don't know what will happen with the courts i don't think that the, it, it, he has been officially charged with parental alienation he may have but i i don't have enough to verify that um, it's still such a new case and we only found out she's missing like what a week and a half ago uh two weeks ago yeah we're coming up what is it? Yeah, it's like it's going into the weeks now, which is really sad. Yeah, because um, after like 48 hours, it's like sayonara. Well, yeah, they're really concerned that they've left the state, which I'm they, I'm assuming they have. Yeah. Um, hopefully they haven't left the country, but it's possible. So I mean, he's got two hundred thousand dollars at least. Well, they definitely blew some of that money, but. We don't know how much they actually made in PayPal and Venmo. Courtney doesn't even know because Michael kept the PayPal away from her. So who knows what cash they got. I hope it's cash because as soon as you pay in a card, ding, ding, there he goes. He's at the Chili's in Mexico. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope that it just comes to that. It's just, he's like at the drive through at Wendy's. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so, you know, there's just there's a pattern. I don't know if this is relevant or not, but he filed for bankruptcy in 2011 for a half a million dollars. Could it be relevant? Maybe uh, because he got all this cash. Um, he's just unstable with money. He's Yeah, he hasn't worked in a long time. Um, and this whole magic thing, like I believe in magic, but in like a spiritual sense, I would never go to a court of law and be like, I believe in magic. <laughs> I don't, yeah. And I mean, he only said that to his wife to threaten her, which is also not a sane thing to do. No. Especially when talking about her child and no. then saying, I'm going to use magic against you. It's not going to look good. No. And that's the only 
recording that we've heard. I'm sure she has recordings of other conversations of theirs. There's also, she's released a bunch of text messages from that time period and it doesn't make him look very good. It's her trying to have like a, an adult conversation and he just, these like rambling, nonsensical, like megalomaniac type messages that are just, it doesn't sound healthy what he's saying to her. And she's trying to answer him with like these, you know, three word sentences or just asking a question. And then you just get this diatribe coming down afterwards. And you're just like, what? Yeah. Does Sophie have a bedtime? Well, what is bedtime? Kind of. Exactly. When should humans go to bed? Yeah. It's, it's along those lines. Before we wrap up, I wanted to touch on what could be happening here if the accusations of this video aren't true. So I've been troubled by the people who I mostly agree with online that Michael is not a stable person. I agree with a lot of them, but it troubles me because even though they don't necessarily believe everything in that video, they keep using the term liar or lying when in reference to Sophie. And I think that's because maybe they're looking at it as an either or situation, which Mm. either it happened or she's a liar. And I just don't think that's the case. She's it's just nine not. years old. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't, she, you, she would just repeat what daddy wants. Yes. And there's, there's precedent for this. And going through all of this story, what it really kept bringing me back to was the satanic panic of the 1980s, which interestingly, if you look back at, you begin to notice that QAnon is just the internet version of that. It's the same thing. Same phrases are even used. Just an interesting note, which may be not super surprising because Michael globbed onto the QAnon movement very hard because they were willing to take him at face value and he started using their hashtags and all this stuff. Also, Michael was discovered to have sent a pretty rambling, fairly delusional Facebook message to Alex Jones prior to his making. Oh, and Alex Jones is like, he's crazy. (laughs) Alex Jones is like, man, get a grip. Um, (laughs) Yeah, somebody found it and it's, I I have the screenshot of it, but before he made the video, he sent this um, message, long post to Alex Jones. And in it, it says stuff like, the government is conspiring against me kind of stuff. So he's already on this pathway before we all meet him. So if you really want to understand the impact of the the sorts of coaching that you can produce, what we saw with this Sophie video, I would highly, highly, highly recommend you listen to the podcast Conviction. I did find out it's Spotify exclusive, so it sounds like I'm doing an ad, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it really didn't get enough attention and it deserves it because it's like a docu-series that's really, really incredible. And it's the interview of both a boy and his father from the Satanic Panic. They, they, They basically follow the lives of multiple people who were the victims of the Satanic Panic. And the father went to prison for eight years due to his son, John Quinney's testimony in court that his dad had abused him through satanic rituals. It was only after his son, John, had grown up and his dad had been sitting in jail and he had when his dad got out, he hadn't spoken to his dad in years. It took him years for John to realize that it wasn't real and that it had been through coaching of people in his life and the court system who were in the satanic panic fugue wow um 
I mean, you can make up stuff all the time. Like memory is uh, very fickle. I think there was some like study done on memory in like a college and um, the professor was speaking and then somebody runs in with a bag over the head and a gun and like robs the professor and leaves. And then the professor says, oh my God, like everybody's freaking out. And then she says, okay, now what color was his jacket? Right. Like she was in on it. You know, it was all fake. And then it was like red, blue, like nobody... Nobody had the right answer. And like people can make up stuff from their childhood all the time. Yeah. And believe it. For sure. And and at the time of the satanic panic, they were using a very controversial and now like not used really psychotherapy where they would put kids under hypnosis and they would put them through like memory regression and all these things that have sort of been debunked uh, in in medicine and science at Mm -hmm. this point. It's been discredited and also... There was this charge being led. It's a very long story, but basically the you should totally listen to it. I'm going to play a little clip of John describing what it was to have two truths in his head at the same time. Melvin only brings up the allegations his kids made against him a few times in these tapes. I want you to know that... And he gently tries to tell them his side of the story. They're saying that you, John, and that you, Sarah are saying bad things about me, which aren't true. Daddy doesn't know exactly why you're saying these things. I do want to let you kids know that I'm not mad at you, that I love you very, very much, and I pray for you guys every day. Listening to these tapes, you can hear Melvin desperately trying to convince his kids but he's the same loving dad they've always known. Jesus, just touch your hearts, guys. Let him know that he loves you, too. And once Sarah relented and said her dad abused her, they turned to John. I just remember at first being like, no, 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 no. And then, I don't know when, but at some point, it became a yes. That he molested me, you know? Like, that he touched me there. And and I, I don't know when that happened. Like, it wasn't me that came and said, hey, this happened. You know, it was people coming to me telling me, you know, this probably happened, this may have happened, it did happen. Even though John was pretty sure that what they were telling him wasn't possible, he was nine years old, and he didn't feel like he could challenge the therapists. Did it sort of just feel like these are adults, so they must know? I mean, I mean, I think that's how it was, you know, definitely going through this stuff was, you know, I think it's this way, but, you know. This adult is telling yeah. me something else, so it's probably what they think. Adults tell you the fucking Easter Bunny's real and you believe him, you know? Over time, John came to see that there were right answers and wrong answers. And he wasn't going to get out of there without telling them what they wanted to hear. So he went from just responding to questions to actively bringing them detailed stories about satanic abuse. I remember talking about, uh, I mean, you know, in the therapy sessions, you know, there'd be talks of cannibalism and... Uh, human sacrifice, and I, I guess I'd get into very graphic detail with it. And uh, I believe I called it the Last Supper of our Lord Satan, you know. Do you remember the sensation of telling them something, telling them one of these stories, and them sort of praising you or rewarding well, yeah, you yeah, for definitely. it? Definitely. I mean, like if I if I brought something that seemed like it was moving things forward or affirming something. Like, I definitely felt like something was accomplished for sure because it's like, I didn't want to be like the idiot kid who couldn't remember anything, you know? Like, uh, so I mean, when, and then of course, you know, they tell you, well, you're doing a good job. 
I know that's hard, so let's go get some ice cream, you know, which kicks ass when you're like eight and nine years old. And then there's always that thing like, you know, hey, if we can get this done, you know, you get to go home and you get to go back with your mom. You still just want to go home. That's what you want. So John, at the time of this, when he was doing this testimony on the stand, he had been convinced of these things. And even though he didn't believe it, he did believe it. And he was nine. He was the same age as this little girl when this happened. Very malleable brains. Um, It is heart-wrenching, this series, especially after you hear just how gentle and dedicated to his children, the father who went to jail is and was such a poor man even after being wrongfully locked up for almost a decade it's really sad and it happened was this is just the one family they speak to it happened to multiple people went to prison for years for this and there was not a stick of evidence not a hair follicle not a bone not a drop of blood and they managed to they were so convinced in this fury that it was happening it took them you know, a decade to to really understand, oh, wait, we just said all this crazy shit and put all these people in jail over something that's not even touching reality. Wow. It's the witch trials over and over again. It is. It's the same. It's the same as the witch trials. We all love to be emotional and like band together. Right. And, and the idea of protecting the children sometimes can override Actually, the other things like yeah. that this the fact that this kid John was being coached by people to that would have sleep deprivation until he started agreeing with what they wanted him to say. Wow. Because um, initially all these kids are like, no, they didn't do anything. And then he was convinced by the end that his dad was a high priest in a satanic cult and he was like molesting him. What? So John tells a hard story and this show itself tells a hard story, but it's fascinating to hear how his child brain held two realities in the same time. The Quinnies, again, are just one of hundreds of families who were destroyed from the satanic panic fever. Someone's husband also did a really great series on it, and you can check that out. Uh, it's me. I'm the someone. <laughs> My husband did one, too. <laughs> so implanting memories in children isn't that uncommon. Again, John was Sophie's age during this time. You have to think of it, of it from this soup of a brain that a nine-year-old has. Her dad, who had been in and out of her life, is her hero, and he's telling her these things. Maybe Michael believes them too. I'm not sure. I could see it being both ways. I could see him thinking this is real, that he's created this story. And I could also see him just using it as a method to get back at his ex-wife and make money. Yeah, he could in his brain think this is totally real, totally true. And that's why he's pushing so hard. Yeah. I don't really know what's going on in there and that cute little brain of his and under that little cowboy hat. What's in there? A bunch of squirrels fighting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that might that might be true. The truth and lies are still sort of subjective when you're little. And if your hero, if your daddy is telling you these things happened or even saying something like, you have to tell these stories or the bad people will take you away from me. That's not Sophie lying. That's her doing what she thinks she's supposed to do. That's not. Yeah. I don't think calling this child a liar is helping understand what's happening here. This is one of the very destructive elements to parental alienation. The offending parent will stop at nearly nothing to diminish the other parent, even at the expense of the children in the middle. I do personally think Michael takes a bizarre fixation on the daughter, but I think at the end of the day, my feeling is that this is actually about Kelly. He just wants to get back at his first wife. I think that he's still like kind of obsessed with her. 
Because she was probably the first one and also the first one to see him for who he is. I'm sure everybody in his life growing up was like, look at this good old boy, blonde hair, blue eyes. Well, his parents definitely have been accessories to him. They've been enabling his behavior for sure. Yeah, they think he's fine. And this is the first woman that was like, wait a minute, you're a psychopath. So he's like weirdly attached to her still. Yeah, that's how I feel. And that's just complete speculation. But yeah, that's that's what I think. And parental alienation is a newer term. I think it was coined in the 80s, but now it's only really showing up more commonly in like modern time. It's hard to to distinguish it, but essentially it involves one parent doing anything to make their child not want to be with the other parent. And we'll see if this is something that actually appears in the court case with them. But some of the traits of parental alienation do seem to be here at play in the situation. And, you know, we'll see what happens when we will find her. I know we will. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I believe it. Well, she's like, hopefully soon because she's about to go into puberty and you change. Yeah. That's what we were talking about before. And let's hope that it's it's quick. You know, I know that he's still in contact with some people, even if they're saying they're not. And hopefully they can gently get him to to come back. Oh, like feeding a squirrel with like a trap behind your back? A little bit. I mean, he is like an idiot. He is kind of an idiot because the court was like, stop posting on Facebook. You're making yourself look bad. Stop doing it. And he's like, nah, I'm going to keep doing it. So I think he's going to do some bullshit down in Mexico or Utah or wherever he might be. And yeah. then we're gonna be like, there you are, buddy. Yeah, I, I agree. I he keeps getting called smart online and No. I'm gonna push back on that. <laughs> no, I don't think he is. I at think all. he's charismatic to certain people. I think that he has skills in certain things. I don't know if I would call him a genius personally, oh. but um, Honestly, geniuses are kind of ugly, to be honest. <laughs> I never met one attractive genius. Hmm. I don't know, but that's a very outlandish thing I just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's sweeping and we're sticking by it and don't ever question it. Um, what about that one guy? Uh, oh, the muscly guy. Uh, fuck. Oh, Dolph something? Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Okay, I take it back. Attractive genius. Attractive genius. Coming this fall on NBC. Just the people who have it all. You got to be brilliant and attractive, don't you? Some of us are neither. I mean, it's that. Yeah, it's like with um, Donald Glover, you know, those kind of people like, oh, you just you have to be good at music and comedy and dramedy and high art. Okay, great, man. Congratulations. You think you're great? Well, some of us didn't get the brain handed to us as babies. Some of us are just emotional on a microphone. (laughs) Some of us just scream into the other and hope somebody hears it. So, yeah, this has been a circus. It's awful. Um, I hate everything about it. And we're just going to hope that this is going to end soon and end well. And um, for this series... For uh, who I want to focus on, honestly, um, you can donate to Kelly. It goes directly to her lawyer. It's not a GoFundMe, which I respect. I don't know how I feel about anyone in this family. So 
Yeah, I don't know. You're free to go find that, of course. I actually would like to focus on the Quinnies because if you go and listen to their story, this man handled being imprisoned falsely for eight years with such grace and dignity and his daughter put a GoFundMe up to try to help her dad have a comfortable life now that he's out. He's a very old man at this point. Yeah. So Yeah, he needs help. He needs food. Yeah. And it's it's not he, they're not even asking for very much. And it didn't hit the mark from when the series ran. So I I think we're gonna donate there and, you know, I encourage anyone to go listen to their story, if nothing else. And I mean you all it's also entertaining if that matters <laughs> to you. But you will just be like, What? Yeah. Are you talking about? Even if you know about the satanic panic, to hear it from their voices, really, it, it's another level, and it there's it really reflects a lot of what could potentially be happening in this in this case. So, okay, we're done now. I know this was a long one. Let's find her. We're gonna and find then her. Never talk about her again. Yeah, we're gonna find her. When I say we, I mean literally nobody but the police. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Please don't go out looking for her. But you know, if you do spot her again. Please don't, uh, you know, don't talk to them. If you, crossing our fingers, if you do spot them or who you think might be them, you know, don't approach them. You can reach out to the Texas Department of Public Safety. The phone number is 512-424-5074. And the helpline is 800-346-3243. Sophie, at this time, is five feet. She weighs 95 pounds. She's got blonde hair and blue eyes. Her father is 6'4". His eyes are green. He, they're both white. And uh, they're also with this other woman, Alyssa, and you can see them on the missing poster. So, you know, let's keep our eyes peeled, especially out in the Southwest. But I mean, they could really be anywhere at this point. And, uh, you know, just keep them in our thoughts. And then once... She will be found safe. And then when she is, we don't want to talk about her anymore ever again. Yeah, her face is plastered everywhere. She deserves a childhood. Let Let her have her privacy. So, all right, guys, don't be Michael Long. Nope. That's my sign off today. You can follow us at someplace underneath on Instagram and TikTok and me at the Natty Jean Amber. Amber Smelson all across the board. I also co-host The Brighter Side on the same channel. Hell yeah. Uh, We'll talk to y'all soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.